0: Welcome to the Coffee Snobs Podcast, where we just
1: really love good coffee. So grab your cup of coffee and join us each episode as we explore any and everything coffee related.
2: From pour overs to lattes to the coffee experience, we explore it all because life's too short to drink bad coffee. Here we go. Hey, welcome to another episode
0: of the Coffee Snobs podcast. This is episode number five. Today's topic is going to be characteristics of a good coffee shop. Not to be con Confused with a great coffee shop, but a good coffee shop, But a good one, good enough. Good my, enough. my name is Chad <laughs> Lingefeld. I am here with Aaron Beaver Hello. and Tyler Dancy. Hey, hey, what's up? Um, and uh, we're gonna have a blast today. So, yeah.
1: what's new, guys? What's 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 Man, cracking? Lot, lot is going on in the coffee game. Yeah, uh, just doing a ton of research, but onto some really, really, really good coffee. Come across a local shop called Enderly. Man, super impressed. They roast their own coffee and my goodness they have an ethiopian right now on the shelf that is outstanding outstanding cup. so
0: you just recently found out about inderley yeah
1: oh wow yeah cool. I, I didn't i mean And where are they located they're located um in the was that east charlotte is that east i don't know the actual name of the street oh, i've never been there but i've heard about them a lot it, it, but it's a very cool shop uh the guys there are great go in and chat with them but uh, man, they're, uh, seriously, their Ethiopian blend right now—they're—they're they're really doing a great job in roasting. So very, very pleased. Kevin,
0: yep, Star, yep, brought me a oat, a maple oat milk latte from there Ooh. before. Ooh. Maple oat milk latte. Yeah, was pretty, now, it was pretty. When I went,
1: intense. I had a honey bee lavender latte. I think it was. Because I I like to try, like, different – if they've got something special, normally they've done it with care, especially, like, boutique shops. Like, like, Mm -hmm. we'll we'll get into that today. But it was – I go in and ask the barista what they're drinking, and I get them to make me a drink. And the guy behind the counter, man, he did a phenomenal job. This was a very tasty drink, uh, well-balanced you know, oh. lattes can be So, so you,
0: you walk in and say, surprise me, and then when they give it to
1: you, like, this is trash. Hey, well, no, <laughs> you know, I kind of – so normally a, a, a barista, if you ask them that, they're going to ask you if you, you know, are you milk-based, lot, yeah. right? You know, they're going to ask sure, yeah. a little bit of different stuff. But wh- that will get into today's topic. We're kind of getting a little into it. But that's okay. – what about you, Tyler? What's in the ta- coffee game?
2: Um, Still making pour-overs and slinging lattes at home. Um, Actually, Aaron was kind enough to share some of those Enderly beans with me And I've tried a couple cups And yes Very good so Did it give you Precisely 60 grams? It was like 62.7 I did So it kind of Threw did. me off What's My calculations I Are mean, just really I mean, odd what? I mean I but, only got only got 60 grams Well Okay He must have liked me Just a little bit But like 2.7% <laughs> I, I, I Better 58 <laughs> Math is not as strong. Anyway, I'm just kidding. So, uh, but no, Indulge Coffee. Yes, it's uh, very tasty, and it's cool to have another local shop here in Charlotte. So, yeah. uh, do, and they've that.
1: they've been around. Don't uh, I just found them? But I think they've been around since 2010. Oh wow! I think that's what it says on the bag. So they've been in the coffee game for a while. Uh, they recently just got, I think, their first. Standing location though, yeah. Um, so.
0: And they and they they only sell very uh, limited limited drinks distribution. Well, a limited distribution of their their beans. Correct. There's only a couple of places like in town that you can, okay. that you can get them. What about you, Chad? What's uh, new? So the Enderly coffee that you only gave me 58 <laughs> grams of, uh, I used here, the, and we made a siphon brew with it the mm. other day, and it was. I mean, it was intense. Yeah, like it was good.
1: Would you? Did you enjoy it? I really did. How many, it had blueberry it, notes in it. It did. It So that is one thing that I really enjoyed about it because Chad, he made it and he called me and he. I said, Chad, what were the notes and the tones? Now, he did not have the bag. I literally left him a Ziploc baggie <laughs> with 60 and grams. And this is what I did. And he drank it. He drank it, and, it and, and slurped it. And then I was like, Chad, what's it taste like? And he was like, blueberry. And the first descriptor wow. of the on the bag says blueberry. I'm that, telling you, the siphon cool. brew,
0: it pulls all the flavors out Oh, up. man, it is. So, I, I
2: shared some of it with Chris, too. So that Ethiopia is that the medium roast
1: I'm taking? It's, it? No, it's a light. Light, It's okay. light, yeah, very cool. light roast. And so, um, yeah, w- with a light roast, you're going to um, – you're definitely going to pull out a lot of tones. It can be a green. It can be a, a very um, – raw taste but man they have done a very 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 good job so bravo to you Enderly we have and congratulations. L- l- if you want to sponsor to us on future f- episodes exactly. contact us well hey on a on a side note I did talk to their uh, barista and he said he would love to come on and talk coffee with us future episode exactly. Enderly coffee roast it's going to be a pour over though we could have a, a battle over. of the baristas oh bonus my gosh, just that would be fantastic but there would be weeping
2: and gnashing of teeth <laughs> So and spilled milk everywhere. And
1: spilled milk. So
0: don't cry
2: over spilled milk.
0: No, I, I don't remember if I mentioned this uh, yet or not, but I had um, some folks come by and I did a coffee tasting with them. Ooh. So I did the same bean uh, with siphon brew, pour over, okay. and... Espresso,
1: okay, and
0: wow. just made a, a ton of coffee, and they were one jacked up, but two, <laughs> like they could, you could obviously tell a unique well, difference between mm-hmm. all of the brews. So yeah, cool. That's that was a fun, not like you know. To your level, but it was it was pretty fun.
1: Well, you did ruin that guy's coffee experience because he went home and bought a pour over. If I'm not, is this the same same story? No, that's a different people's story. Yeah, I'm, it's just it's just we're ruining people. <laughs> less basically, than right. our well, mission is yeah, really to educate and ruin people's coffee exactly. lives. Exactly. You're like, Hashtag. oh, this tastes like junk. I need a big machine. Yeah, and but they no, they did text me and said <laughs> they were up till two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, uh, so good. Okay, so today's topic is descriptors of a good coffee shop. Is that correct, Tyler? Characteristics, characteristics of a good coffee shop. Yeah. So,
2: well, let's start off with you then, Aaron. Um, what is something you look for in when you're judging, not to be judgmental, but when you're looking at a new coffee shop? So,
1: guys, that leads us up to today's topic, characteristics of a good coffee shop. Yes,
2: sir. So, Aaron, why don't you lead us off with that? Okay. Okay. Um, what is currently your favorite coffee shop
1: hmm my current favorite coffee shop um, I'm gonna say not just coffee because I think their standard is very very high Consistent, uh, there yeah. are there are other great coffee shops in our area mm-hmm, we mentioned yeah. Enderly, Um but I feel like you could go to Not Just Coffee anytime and get a very good cup of coffee. So th- that would that's be right. why I would say that. Um, what about you, Chad? That's a hard question. It is a hard question.
0: I mean, my favorite coffee shop is the one in my office. That is. That's a good answer. I mean, Not Just Coffee is a is a good one. Be- the, the coffee is always good, but the environment is always good. Yep. But I would say... Just to say something different than what you just said is uh, Queen City Grounds would be yes. my other mm-hmm. favorite Strong. spot right now. They have really good coffee, mm-hmm. um, really good options. They roast in-house, yep. and they have a really good environment, so they have places that you can yep. have kind of solo,
2: quiet workspace.
1: Cool. What about you, Tyler?
2: Gosh, well, I feel like I'm just copying <laughs> you guys, but um, there is something about you know my home. I, I enjoy that coffee process every morning, but as far as like a retail place, not just coffee like I said how many locations do they have now in Charlotte five. Like five or six because they
1: put one in the co-working space yeah, they right. just open it they're, the they're
2: always expanding but they're just very consistent when you go there you know you're going to get uh, a really good cup of coffee and counterculture is their being of choice and it's just it was my first exposure to good coffee I mean I guess I would say knee jerk it's probably just my go-to favorite but yeah Queen City been there a couple times recently and it's very cool so um I'll say my hometown coffee shop, though. For now, let's say Groundwork Common in Concord. Yeah, yeah they do pretty they good, do good. They have a pure intention is yep. their being of choice yeah. there. Cool. So,
1: uh, leading into characteristics of a good coffee shop, uh, leading in, I would say I travel quite often, so I look for a few of these things when I'm traveling to find a good coffee shop.
2: So what are some of the The key things you look for, Aaron, when you're traveling or around here, looking for a coffee shop. So,
1: one, not being able to travel to a place. Let's say I'm in in uh, I was just most recently in Lexington, Kentucky. Um, for a conference, and there was there were five large chain coffee places within man a block. But I want something that that fills the hometown feel. So what I will do is first I get on the the Google Maps or whatever, and I type in coffee, and I yeah. look for something that is not a not a chain. Not a chain. I I know that you know I'm not saying that they're bad. I'm just saying I I feel like these these boutique places. Um, have a little higher stake in the game, so they're willing to produce a better cup because they're not a big box store you know that is is not worried about losing you know a little bit of customers. You know, these boutique places, they really thrive off of a lot of foot traffic. and so they care a little bit more. Um, that's not not to say that you can come across a bad place by any means, but then I also look at some of the reviews. And a lot of times I'll call, and I ask if they make. He's that guy. I'm listen. I am that hey guy. Guys. But you know, look. I mean, when you like, w- listen. You have like a B
0: checklist that you go like. I mean, I, like I have. What's I pull the up my precise Google temperature like, with Jupiter you, So
1: I mean, <laughs> but, wrong but Listen, Thanks. when we talk about our travel setups and mm-hmm. we're taking our own stuff. I mean, to Pretty call snobbish. and ask if they make their own syrups. Fair point. But is is it really that? <laughs> is it really I mean come on so uh, and if you've not heard that episode go back and listen to it it's a really good one but episode but, 4 so with that i asking if they make their their syrups it just kind of it just kind of guarantees that whoever the owner is or behind the menu mm-hmm. they care yeah. and that's really yeah. all if you can find a good coffee shop you're just looking do they care Sure, and
0: and that's the elements that you're getting at. I mean, I, we're picking with you yep. about calling, but I mean, that's <laughs> not really. <laughs> that's, that's what you're trying to get down yeah. to is is do they care about good coffee, or are they just producing coffee to produce coffee for right for Monetary. profit? So, yep.
1: what about you, Chad? What is what is a characteristic of a good coffee store? Reclaimed wood and leather chairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen, it, I think every place.
2: And you think I'm joking though? Mid-century yeah. <laughs> modern furniture. <laughs> yeah. White walls. Exactly. Mm, yeah. High
1: white. No, yellow is a tone right now. They're throwing yeah, in. I don't
0: yeah. know, but, but <laughs> no. I I similar model. So tr- I travel. Uh, I don't say quite a bit, but I travel regularly um, out of state, but a lot of even around North and South Carolina okay. um, on the road, and so that's one of the things. When I go to a different place, I want to try to identify a new coffee shop, just yep. kind of to check it out. And there's really a couple of things I look for. One is aesthetics. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm not joking about that. Uh, yeah. Reclaimed wood and leather <laughs> chairs, maybe. <laughs> but um, and the, you were getting on to me about
1: coffee syrup. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that has um, nothing
1: to do with coffee. But
0: the the second thing that I do look at is um, I try to to comb through the the photos either on a Yelp or a Google Maps and yep. see if they have pumps or if they have if they don't have pumps like the type of machine that they have and the type of syrups that they have. Yep. That's really cuz what I the the anybody can make coffee, okay? Anybody can buy an espresso machine, anybody can make pour-overs. Uh, but there are certain things that you start to dive into that make it stand out yep. and and boxed syrups and not to like that is one thing that people are either that they either care about or they don't yep. You know. and so it, what I've found is if someone takes the time to do house made syrups then their craft of coffee is significantly better correct um, so that's one of the things that I look for now not to say that I won't go to a coffee shop that has right those other, but I'm no, no, no. I'm more selective in what I what I'm going to drink there.
1: Yeah, I yeah. I, I agree. I, I, it's not that the box syrup is is bad. I just think it shows a level of. Uh, care and craft to the craft that you're making sure. like to you know to your craft i mean it, it, it's a big deal well the the other thing too that i wanted
0: to add on that is um you know talking about when we do travel it again depends on if it's just a day trip versus yep. you know you're traveling somewhere for an extended period of time but um pour over and and brew coffee if i'm going to go to a coffee shop i'm gonna most likely get a latte yep that's that's yep. the whole reason to go there so that's why you know and if they do have a house made syrup specialty that's one that's what i want to try yep um try i've tried lavender stuff before eh, uh, yeah not, not so favorite. much a big fan of but whatever is kind of their specialty that's what i want to try because that's indicative to that particular
1: coffee shop yeah cool what about you tyler what is a characteristic of a good coffee shop to you
2: uh well like chad i uh, I judge a coffee shop, honestly, my first thing is buy their lattes because if you can't make a good latte, that's, to me, just not a good indicator that your other choices of coffee are going to be very good. Um, So I look for, obviously, the aesthetics, a cool, welcoming environment is something, but I can pretty much tell you, if I walk into a place and see they have an automatic machine, or they're not fresh grinding their grinds. Like, that's kind of a big big red flag for me. So I, I think a lot, of, like you guys, um, I'm also a research nerd. I, I look forward to trying new places when I'm traveling or just in a different area. So probably my go-to initially, I guess for my recon, would be to go to Google Maps mm-hmm. because they've got to have pictures and reviews, Yep. and that pretty much tells me right away whether I even want to see about Checking the place out, so I'd say that's probably step one. Yeah. Once I'm actually at a coffee shop, me personally, my first test um, is is a latte.
1: Yeah. For for me, another characteristic, I, I go. I'm a very talkative person, so I'm a really I'm a huge extrovert. I love chatting. You could have fooled me. Yeah. I know. So I love talking with the barista, and I'm that guy that will ask you, at "What temp are you?" Uh, heating your milk to, mm-hmm. and um, just a and, y- exa- and your response is, <sighs> <clears throat> hmm, exactly. They're like, <laughs> oh, it's this guy. And they're like, God, oh, he's is so gonna listening. leave us a Yelp review. <laughs> <laughs> no, so if, it, it, here's a story. Um, Queen City Grinds mm-hmm. in in Charlotte uh, went to their location. Um, knew they have a high standard for their drinks. Mm-hmm. But the barista behind who was making the drink, uh, there was a line. It was not just me at the place, but was willing to chat with me and talked with me through her process. Mm -hmm. And definitely she cared about what she was making. Now, it it honestly was a phenomenal, I mean, the phenomenal, well-balanced latte. The artwork was good, but that's not even what I think is a great coffee coffee shop, don't deem a good artwork as a great coffee shop, please. But it has something to do with it. It does, because you do care about your craft, but I do believe that a non-balanced, non-mixed drink could be very weighted, Mm. couldn't taste balanced, and your latte art would be great. Well, let
2: me offer a counterpoint to kind of what you guys have been saying. I mean, yes, homemade syrups is obviously a good indicator. Yeah. And That's another. And uh, if your barista can't pour basic latte art, just because you pour latte art does not mean that you made a good drink. Right. But to me, it tells me that they know at least enough to properly heat and steam the milk. So if I if I'm getting a latte and it's just a big flat circle in there, that's a red flag to me. So so
0: so basically, what you're saying is you can make a bad latte with latte art, but you can't make a good latte without latte art no no
1: <laughs> listen it could sound that way it does no, sound like I, that. but
2: i think that's what it is I well mean,
1: right, here's a counterpoint to that um a place but, to okay but, the over extraction over extraction on your espresso yeah. i mean yes the latte art could be amazing it could be the most bitter taste of yeah. of coffee yeah. that you've ever had it's unlikely, though. It, I mean, it's. Uh, yes, yeah. it's possible. It is possible. Hmm. I mean, listen, I'm starting I
0: mean, to question my ability to make lattes because I can't do lattes. Well, well, I mean, we've been meaning to have a
2: talk with you about <laughs> that. No, but I mean, I would say it's a failure. It sounds. It's not a black and white rule, but like I said, it's just an indicator that if they can at least pour a basic heart or flat. Again, they might not be making the overall coffee. Might not be. The fa- my favorite that I've ever had, but it just shows they have at least a base level of training. Yeah. Um, something interesting, there's a coffee shop, we'll, which will remain nameless, um, that Aaron and I have been to several times. And the coffee's pretty good. And we uh, were there probably a month or so ago chatting with the barista, uh, a young lady, and she's she had made me over the course of time you know, several really good drinks, and we started talking with her and she's like, well, I'm not really even that much of a coffee drinker. Uh, so it was like, whoa, come that,
1: again? That is that is that is hard because <laughs> at a coffee shop, you're looking for employees, yeah. right? You need people yeah. to, you need employees, but it's a area that somebody that cares about the craft is, is extremely valuable. Sure. But so I mean, it was,
2: like I said, you're working at a coffee shop yeah. and you don't really even drink coffee uh, when you're not at
1: work. That's where I, I struggle because I can, how can you taste... that? That is one of the things that I, I, that I struggle with. Like, mm-hmm. if you're there to make coffee and you can't even taste what a good coffee should taste mm-hmm. like because you don't like coffee, it doesn't matter what it is. Just walk out. I mean, seriously, like, please go get another job. Yeah. So... You yep. you identify
0: it based off of a couple of characteristics through yep. through some research, yep. and research. then you go yep. in and quiz the barista. Correct to see if, if it's they must get eighty percent or higher. <laughs> they have. And then yeah. I'll decide if I'm going to order. Here's
1: here's one thing that I believe that is it is the ace in the hole. If you go to a coffee shop mm-hmm. and you ask them what uh, make me a drink, mm-hmm. and they offer you a Cortada— and what
2: is a cortada for those
1: uninformed? It is an espresso, two shots of espresso, so two ounces, mm-hmm. and two ounces of milk.
2: So that's a pretty small
1: drink. Four, it's a four it's ounces. Four of ounces. A, okay. Here's the four reason. And a half dollars. Here's yeah, f- five depending on because they give you they'll give you um, uh little little cup of water as well. A Little cup of water. Oh. Yep, yeah. Salsa water. So here here's the reason why I say that that is a great uh Indicator. descriptor. Because you cannot cover it with syrup, you can taste. You can taste if it is a sour or bitter uh, espresso, mm-hmm. and if they scorch the milk, you can ta- You can taste it as well. So that to me, if you want to go in and see if a barista can make a drink, ask for a cortada. I think. You, you could ask for a straight shot of espresso. So you're saying
0: if they offer you a Cortada or if you order it and that's going to be your break or break if it's going to be good or
1: not? Well, I went to I went to Remedy, Remedy Coffee in Knoxville, Tennessee, Okay. talking with the gentleman behind the coffee uh, bar. And I asked him, I was like, you know what, man? This is my third coffee of the day. And I said, I'm driving back to North Carolina. I was like, what What drink would you make me? He was like, well, you like Cortada? and I was like bro hold on Are you offering a cortada i mean this is like risky cuz you got to be on your game to make a cortada or make a really good one and he threw it down and i was extremely impressed and so now dude if i'm if i'm going through Knoxville, i'm i'm stopping by remedy yeah, like it's it's a place cool. i'm stopping by because because of that that's a bold drink for a barista to make because i think there's a high risk to that, it being nasty. So
2: so what do you do when you go to a coffee shop that's got all the indicators of, oh, this is going to be a cool place, and you ask your barista for a cortada, and and they say, what's that? I mean, can you be a good barista? Like, Most menus at a lot of more modern shops are pretty limited. They're going to have an Americano, espresso, a latte, cappuccino. And for instance, if you have somebody who is an employee... They might enjoy what they're doing, but if they're not really into coffee, they just work there. Um, Can they make you a good drink if they don't initially know what a Cortada is? I
1: I think they can. I think it's the coffee journey. I think everybody's got their on point, on ramp. They're going to have their strengths. They're going to have their weaknesses. So I'm not deeming them a bad place because they make a bad, bad drink.
0: Well, I think basically what we're outlining here is doing some basic research and understanding what's important to you. Correct. And once you figure out what's important to you, then didn't ask the questions to get to that. Right. And then you're going to know. Right. It's interesting. So uh, earlier this year, I had an opportunity to do some overseas traveling and trying to find a coffee shop in in overseas was a an different and interesting task because you didn't really get the. The cool uh, reclaimed wood yeah, and reclaimed leather, leather chair, and chair vibe, right? Yeah, weren't you over? Was it Italy?
2: Yeah, yeah I um, mean, isn't that like the birthplace of espresso? Well, it was interesting because
0: you know the coffee shops that we're used to here yeah. is you go in, you order your drink, you go sit down, you hang out. A coffee bar in Italy is it, where I was at in Rome is literally a coffee bar. You walk up, it's a you know a six inch bar, yeah, standing height. You order espresso. They give you an espresso in a ceramic cup, and you drink it, and then you're done. Like it's that's it. it's not a whole experience that you're sitting there and mm-hmm. sipping coffee for an hour and working. Like you walk up, <laughs> you knock down an espresso, <laughs> you give them uh, a, you know a dollar euro, yeah, or a, a euro I guess, and walk off. Like that's wow. that's, that's, you know, that's the, the, process. the only thing
2: on their menu is just pure espresso.
0: Well, they had other things that you could get, but it was if over there, if you ask for a latte. They were like Okay. I roll. Here here's an American. It's American. They're getting a latte. Like But I mean they were knocking Weak. out espresso shots like crazy. You know, in in espresso cups. Yep. Like that's what they did. Um and it was fat. I mean it was fast and it was it was only a, a euro. Like you could you could just go endless amounts. And it was good, I'm assuming. Some of it was, but I mean in that in that, but era, that,
1: in that that's a that Italian roast it which was Italian roast is it dark dark. Yeah. dark.
0: Yep. So it's not my preference, but I mean, you experienced it. But yeah. it, my, I guess my point of that it was it was hard to yeah like it was trying to apply the characteristics that I would hear yeah. in our region overseas was very complicated to try to gauge if it was going to be good or not.
1: Yeah, and I think a lot of the descriptors we've played into the great marketing of the coffee shops in our area. I mean most of them are really beautiful aesthetically i mean you know they they they've Minimalist, done a yeah. very done, done a very good job high white clean you know just some gorgeous facilities
0: well and i i know you're i know you you talk about this a lot we're not. None of us are really big fans of Starbucks, but you appreciate what Starbucks has Correct. done for the coffee yeah, absolutely. industry. Absolutely. yep. And it's it's almost like Starbucks kind of created the environment, mm-hmm. the culture, the the yep. hangout yep. area, and everybody has kind of seen that and tried to take it up a notch.
1: Right. They, yeah. and they have. And 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 there are some. There are some really good Starbuckses in the area that have set like the tempo, and there are some boutique coffee shops in our area that have taken it to an extreme. Like went to Undercurrent uh, recently in Plaza Midwood, and their facility is gorgeous.
2: Yeah, it was very nice it, looking. Gorgeous,
1: like so many glass windows. Like it was so bright in there. Loved it. Um, the couches man were like With I, leather couches no they weren't were they, they, they were this, they were blue um, cloth but I would be so n- I mean like it was gorgeous like dark yeah. bl- like oh my gosh it was it it. I loved the aesthetics of undercurrent so
2: but, yeah so yep we've talked about what we initially look for and mm-hmm. obviously Akita having a good experience is going to be having a good barista yep who hones their craft yep um, what about the potential opposite effect of that I have personally been in uh, to some coffee shops that are boutique and what if they don't give off the best vibe mm-hmm. um, coffee can be I think a lot of people are intimidated when they go to a place if they don't really oh I kind of like that milkshake type drink like a frappuccino mm-hmm. at Starbucks Starbucks for instance has a large menu if somebody who's not what we would call a coffee snob. Yeah. They've heard us talk about, man, this place is really good. Uh, yep. XYZ Coffee Shop. They go in there, but they're really not that knowledgeable. Have you guys, either of you experienced baristas that are truly snobbish as far as like, perhaps they do look down their nose on you or they're mm-hmm. not very... Uh, so it's snobbish in that they're actually unwelcoming. Unwelcoming, I would say. I yeah, mean, I, mean
1: that, I think... I think my journey started that way I mean I didn't know I mean still to this day I yeah. don't know all the names of the drinks yeah you and don't so you know can, what you don't know right and you can walk into an, a place and a, for me a lot of times that's why I ask the barista yeah. what they what they enjoy it's a kind of a it's kind of the safety of if I don't know what you're, you're having I like coffee so you could make me about anything just don't put like like don't put massive amounts of pump and like cream don't and, make me a frappuccino okay right. like just make me a coffee like Unless just go really straight drip, outside. right? No, I'll drink coffee in, in, in the summertime. Frappuccino. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. He he bamboozled me. I said yes to the Got wrong it. thing. No. What happened? <laughs> he said frappuccino, and I said oh. yes, and I was like, no, no. <laughs> you're, you're, um,
0: you're a coffee milkshake.
2: So what? what you know? if, like so, what if you go into a place that maybe does not have the most welcoming environment, mm-hmm. or could be intimidating to someone who is maybe just starting to branch out into better coffee. I think you kind of have to break that down into
0: two separate categories. One, that's unwelcoming, and they're like at a, you know, just an unwelcoming environment. And two, one, that they don't care. They're just trying to produce... Coffee to sell it, and yep. I, I think we've all been in both of those places. Yep. Mm-hmm. But one, uh, you go in that they're they're unapproachable, and that's just frustrating. Because again, as we we were talking about, um, I guess in uh, in episode one, it's kind of how we got into yep. yeah. this process. And you want to be, it's part of the yeah. kind of the environment, the the culture, the being able to communicate with people. And if you're if you're off putting in that, then like that's no fun, right? that's just a bad poor
2: customer service just in general
1: yeah so Sunagross being my my jumping on point of coffee they have helped me so much in my coffee journey in that first year because I didn't know about coffee I didn't know anything about it so you know red eye I was looking for something with a punch they offered me that then they offered me other different drinks that I had been going consistently and they you know kind of helped me walk through that journey because I felt welcomed enough for by the barista to say hey I really don't know what to get Yeah, and they were like well do you like this do you like this do you like this mm-hmm. and I think for a barista there should be some questions that you ask you can pick up the vibe on somebody that doesn't know what they want right I mean like you, yeah. you know if the person standing behind is like looking at the menu like hmm what do I get well an easy thing to do would be to say, so do you like milk based drinks or do you like cold drink or do you like what what kind of drink do you like? Sure. And I can help you with that. But I think that's great customer service yeah. which takes which is really what you're looking for. You know, I, I enjoy the customer service side of it. I do. Yeah, that's I
0: think that's a, a a business culture thing. Correct. You know, who and that's where when we refer to not just coffee here locally, that's really kind of where they thrive is mm-hmm. a good work culture right. and then it shows in their customer service component right, yeah. and so
1: I think that's a, that's a big part of it can I give a pro tip to a baristas so let me just say this I, I had this recently happen to me but they made a drink and they asked me what hand I was if I was right handed or left handed okay okay so I got a cup that I was gonna drink in the store mm-hmm. and they made my latte art to face the correct direction of the way I was holding the cup. That's impressive. It yeah. was, I mean, like. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I, not that a latte art is everything, but I'm gonna now take a phenomenal photo because it's facing the correct direction.
2: It's all for the gram.
1: Well, all you right,
0: know. yeah. But but was the latte good because the art was good?
1: <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> so look, if you've got some characteristics yeah. of a great coffee shop. Please leave them in the comments. Absolutely. I mean, seriously. Yeah. I know we're not we're not the end all. You know, we have a lot of fun with this. We 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 play into the snobbery a little bit, but we also are really trying to, um, you know, help you when you walk into a coffee store or coffee shop. Really. Uh, Here's some things that we think we're going to make a good coffee shop. They're not certain. They're not guarantees, Mm -hmm. um, but they're things. So if you've got a good characteristic or a great coffee shop in your area, please leave it in the comments. We'll travel and go taste it.
0: Yeah, most definitely. (laughs) Uh, Now, here's a question. We referenced Starbucks earlier. What if you live in an area where there is no other local coffee shops and Starbucks is your only option?
1: I think there are are drinks that you can get at Starbucks that are – just know that you're going to get dark roast. I mean, like even their light yes. roast is dark roast, so everything's going to have that so, oily taste.
2: Yeah. What are some more of the What are some drinks that let's say are hard to mess up? That like if you're going to a Starbucks, you're traveling, or you just don't have access to a, a coffee milkshake. Well, milkshakes are always delicious. They are full of sugar. Yep. But um, seriously, though, what are like? couple different options maybe for somebody who's like maybe they're just venturing into the world of coffee and they're like well let me just start with starbucks it's the most approachable
1: i think a small americana with some water removed out of it telling them not to fill it all the way up you know that's the truth. God, at, seriously.
0: They ask you, you get an Americano there, because I've done that before. Mm-hmm.
1: and It's
0: one shot. It's one ounce it's of one coffee. one shot and 15 and, ounces of water. I think it's
1: honestly one ounce of coffee and then 10 ounces of water. It, it's, it, it, it's It's very high. Ugh, it does is, not yes. sound very good. Now,
0: uh, I guess we do need to clarify this, because I don't think we talked about this before. Uh, we were all gold card-carrying members of Starbucks at one point in time.
1: I, I wasn't gold, but I, I was mean, in their, What was it called? The Star gold?
2: Club or something? Did like, you get gold? I don't remember what it was, but uh, I would get a free birthday now, drink. And Chad Chad was, multi, Chad was a multi
1: Chad was a multi member gold member. <laughs> I was I was gold, and I maintained it for a long and period. And Chris, of time. our engineer behind here, he was like he, he was crawling gold, under the table. He was for a gold card member. What's up with that? I mean, seriously, he he may be so, a franchise owner. Yeah. <laughs>
2: So Chad, you obviously then frequented yeah. Starbucks. What were you getting when you were going well, that's there? That's so where much? I worked. I mean, literally, that's <laughs> this was
0: this was before we had office space. I mean, that was that was my office. So I spent quite a quite a bit of so time there. So you'd order
2: one small drink and sit there for eight hours.
0: Well, most of the time I ordered more than one. okay yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, but yeah, lattes. Um, uh, probably a, a mocha latte was probably a mocha. A go, that's a something goto- a lot of people. Chocolate.
1: Yeah. Latte. Yeah. Mm. I mean, you only taste chocolate and... Yeah. And and I think for a lot of people, that's a good coffee drink. You can get good drinks at Starbucks. I think one of the things that's difficult for me to tell you a good drink at Starbucks is I have slowly refined my palate. Mm -hmm. And it's not that I don't think that Starbucks makes great coffee. It's just I like a different flavor. It's the same with somebody in a beer. Like people love Budweiser and then people love IPAs or... You, once you've had yeah. a Ruth Chris steak or a high end steak, it's
0: it's. I mean, once, right? Once you once you have have steak on a on a five hundred degree plate, I mean, seriously. No, but the the, the, <laughs> the is it five hundred or eight hundred ah, degrees? Whatever. I have it is. No, no idea. What you touch it, it's hot. <laughs> no, but um <laughs> the uh we were going somewhere with that. The yep. um I don't like dark roast or Italian roast Correct. coffee. I don't like. Sumatra and I don't like hazelnut okay like all agree. of those things I, I'm just not it, a fan yeah like if I take a sip of it and I'm like yep eh, nope, I'll <laughs> leave that one right there on the table it's just not good so that's why those preferences kind of happen you, yeah you kind of yeah and like the
2: there. the milk based drinks are going to cut some of that heavy they are so maybe that's like a latte or
0: yeah and if you if you douse it with chocolate or vanilla syrup then oh dude kill <laughs> them with
2: sugar <laughs> get the diabetes yeah <laughs> The diabetes. The diabetes. All right. Well, uh, I think that about wraps up today's topic for the time being. So tell us uh, what's
1: on the next one.
2: uh, On episode six, really looking forward to that, we are going to be doing a deeper dive into true coffee snobbery. We're going to look at coffee beans uh, and talk about where they're grown, how they're processed, Mm -hmm. and some of the different roast profiles. So. Join us next time on episode six of The Coffee Snobs. Um, and for today, thanks again for listening. Yeah. Reach out to us if you like this. Uh, please leave a like or review on iTunes, yep. Google Podcast, anywhere you get your podcast or YouTube. And uh, if anybody wants to reach out to you, Aaron, where can they reach you?
1: Uh, the Instagram, Aaron Beaver, A A R O N B E A V E R, YouTube at The Suffer Club. What about you, Chad?
0: LocDoc.net, L-O-C-D-O-C.net slash connect is the best way.
1: And you, Tyler. Uh,
2: on Instagram or Twitter, uh, T-Y-D-A-N-C-Y, Ty Dancy. Well, that's it. All right, guys, that wraps up this episode. Thanks so much for listening.
1: We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hopefully we helped you take your coffee experience to the next level. Listen and watch with us every Monday as we explore everything coffee. You can find us on all major podcast platforms, and we would appreciate if you could subscribe and review on iTunes. Check out all of our video content on our YouTube channel, and you can connect with us by reaching out on social media and the web or YouTube. Thanks so much. And we will see you again next time.